0: Jordan? Jordan? Jordan, where are you? Jordan, it's episode three. You can't give up on me yet. Jordan. Jordan!
1: Listen, you don't know me. I have to make this quick. No, I know exactly who you are, Jordan. They might be monitoring. Who's monitoring? I did two weeks of software consult at Murkoff Psychiatric Systems Facilities and not massive. Jordan, you've never consulted anything. To All sorts of NDAs are very much breaking. Terrible things are happening there. Don't understand it. Don't believe half the things I saw. Doctors talking about dream therapy, going too deep, finding something that had been waiting for them in the mountain. People are being hurt, and Murkoff is making money. It needs to be exposed. Welcome to 3BO, we're talking about
2: Outlast!
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to 3VO, where we're all on the same team. My name is Jordan. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm Brendan. I'm the other host. And today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite spoopy games on the planet, Outlast. But before we get to all of that, Brendan, how you doing, man?
0: I'm doing all right, you know, hanging in there. It's, you know, it's, it's uh, Halloween time uh, as we're recording this, so it's the perfect time to be, you know, feeling, you know, mysterious and playing spooky games and you that's
1: know. pretty much all the games i've been playing obviously i been <laughs> not last for this podcast but then mm-hmm. i've also i've also i also restarted uh resident evil run i'm replaying through uh the man of Madonna game
2: mm-hmm. um
1: i also did the dlc for this game as well so nice. it has just been and on top of Horror podcasts and horror movies and TV shows. It is... I am fully invested in enjoying the month of scares. <laughs> so just really torturing yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, dude, I couldn't I couldn't sleep for one night because I came into this exact closet and realized that the attic thing was, like, slightly moved. And I was convinced oh, that, no. hour that there's somebody living in my house. <laughs> uh,
0: I've uh, definitely been um, playing some spooky games, too. Um, I recently just downloaded... Um, Bioshock Remastered, and Layers of Fear, and a new one that I'm excited about that I haven't played yet. It's called Perception. Um, that one I'm really excited to play through. Um, so yeah, just also really enjoying uh, Spooky Season.
1: Those sound like great games, and it sounds like maybe they be something we should do on a podcast at some point. I could could be. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was yeah, now, so yeah. do, but now we're committed to it and we're doing it. <laughs> Uh, before we move on, I found out something um, exciting about uh, the future of the Outlast game series. Oh, yeah? What's that? And that? Well, and that was just while going through my notes and like looking stuff up. I was trying to look up the creator of the game and see what they were doing next. And it turns out there is another Outlast game that's going to be coming out. Really? Um, supposedly around uh, 2021. Um, it is called The Outlast Trials. All I've got so far, and this is all the information that I could find is that it is going to be a full-player multiplayer game set during the Cold War. Human guinea pigs are involuntarily recruited by the good folks at the Murkoff Corporation to test advanced methods of brainwashing and mind control. Your morals and your endurance will be challenged. Great. So, so like, it sounds like it's a Left for Dead, but set in the Outlast universe. So if you're the
0: kind of person that likes spooky games, but you also enjoy group torture, this might be the game for you. <laughs>
1: Hey, Do you like Among Us, but it's not dark enough for you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, I actually just downloaded that
1: game too. Um, I'm gonna be picking that up soon too to see what all the fuss was about. It looks super fun, but it also looks crazy stressful for people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I watched. I haven't played it yet. I've been watching a lot of like Let's Play stuff for it, mm. and I legit watched this woman. A lot of peers have a. She was the. She was the last one with two people, and one of them was the last imposter. <gasps> And she had, like, a full, like, breakdown in terms of, like, who she was going to vote for (laughs) and who she was going to believe. Because obviously the last two had voted for each other. Right. So she was the deciding factor on who who it was going to (sighs) be.
0: Stressful. (laughs) Sounds
1: like it. Well, you know what, Brendan? I think we've had enough fun for right now. It's time to get serious. last is a first-person survival horror video game developed and published by red barrels the game revolves around a freelance investigative journalist miles Upshur, who decides to investigate a remote psychiatric hospital named mount massive asylum located deep in the mountains of lake county colorado it's already been brought up i am a massive horror fan i just i take it any way that i can and there's a lot of especially in the video game genre there's a lot of horror games out there that are very very good i love resident evil i love dead space um big silent hill fan all that stuff there's just something about outlast that it puts it at the top of my list and i think it's because it's a genuinely scary game mm-hmm. but it's also still fun to play
2: mm-hmm. and yeah. sometimes
1: in a lot of horror games you kind of lose that element of like enjoyable playability for the scare factor of it mm-hmm. which isn't necessarily a bad thing it doesn't always bother me but for, but i just i really appreciated that with outlast
0: You know, um, I think, and I mean, feel free to disagree with me, but I think part of it is just the nature of the game itself in how it's structured. Because with most survival horror games, you're also managing that kind of RPG system where you have like equipment and weapons and health and supplies and the yada, yada, yada and all of that. Mm -hmm. And Outlast sort of trims off all of the fat and just leaves you with this really solid survival horror game where you can't fight you don't have any of that that you're worried about the only thing that you're worried about collecting is the batteries for the camcorder um and to anybody uh, that hasn't played it um the game tells you right up at front at the beginning you can't fight you can run and you can hide and that is it
1: <laughs> yep in replacement of something like resident evil in which that ammo is very scarce the mm-hmm. idea is now replaced by the batteries and the camera which mm-hmm. are also still very scarce. <laughs> I played it through on normal just to get readjusted to the whole thing so yeah. they were a bit more plentiful, but mm-hmm. if you play it on anything higher than that, it's like having five batteries is a dream. <laughs> oh, man. So I want to talk about, I've played this game a dozen times. I mm-hmm. love this game, as mm-hmm. I've said. This was your first experience, and this time you got to play through, unlike with Zelda, where I didn't get a chance to play through the game. Mm-hmm. You got to play through Outlast. What are your impressions, Brendan?
0: <laughs> so I, I love getting scared, and I love horror and like horror movies horror games like all of it I, I i love it all i love being scared but there was something so visceral about outlast um i wasn't spoiled on um the vast majority of it especially like the ending um i just pretty much knew like okay yeah you are a guy and you are in a creepy house and there's like lunatics that was pretty much all i knew so um i i very genuinely jumped out of my seat multiple times i was quite scared um but i i think that's also just one of the really cool things about this game is like you feel so in tune with your character kind of at all times um you know so if you're like going down a dark hallway um miles the character is like breathing really hard sometimes and he gets scared and you're like stop it that's making me scared like you know <laughs>
1: That there is something to the use of the first person perspective and you said it with, with the noises that he makes sometimes like uh, hiding yeah. even just simple things like hiding in a locker and mm. hearing him just like you're like Shut up, dude. <laughs> yes
0: so often i was like miles could you be any more fucking loud like walking through the water in the sewers or like dropping down
1: into anything i just <laughs> the fact that I, I i don't know if it's different on PC, I've heard that it might be, but the fact that you can't like that you could slowly open a door, but there's no option to quietly close a door. Oh yes. Which ultimately running away, it's just like slam fucking run. But True. like still the fact that like in the beginning of the game, at least when you're just kind of like and close that door. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The first time I closed the door, I was so outraged. It's like great, so every lunatic in this hospital now knows exactly <laughs> where I am, and they're coming running. Yep,
0: exactly um but um you've actually we've kind of hit on something that made this like one of my favorite horror games too i think i'm i'm happy to put it in that echelon of of games for myself um is that like you feel so in tune with miles throughout the plot like so many times i found myself like like really upset with like the circumstances you know like a setback for Miles, is a setback for you. You feel, like, really, really, like, affected by what's happening. Like, um, like, the moment that the, um, body falls down the, uh, chute, the, like, laundry chute, after you've, like, spent all of this time navigating, like, all of these corridors and things to get the fuses to put in the box to get the key that's on the other side of the locked grate, and then it falls through the chute? Like, ugh, like... That, that moment in particular was a moment for me where I was like, this game is doing something really, really well.
1: Yeah. And it's a little bit of, I give a little bit of credit to the writing too, because you, you have no voice for Miles. Mm -hmm. The only indication to his character are through the notes that he takes as you go throughout the game. Mm -hmm. So for anybody who doesn't know, there's um, a mechanic of the game in which that you, your camera is there for survival because you need the night vision to get through certain moments. Although there is an achievement to play the whole game without the camera and no night vision. I'm never going to get it. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen for me. <laughs> never.
2: <laughs>
1: but if you record key moments, um, then Miles will take notes on that moment. You get, I love it because you get this little insight into the person who Miles is. Like You know he's a reporter. You know all this stuff. But there's just the way of the writing of the notes to me kind of gives this little insight into just like who he kind of is as a guy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I really, really like it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And some of those notes are hysterical (laughs) oh my
1: god Traeger juice Traeger juice juice, (laughs) yeah Traeger juice is so good
0: so Jordan tell us about some of like your favorite characters in Outlast I know there aren't too many but I was gonna
1: say are we using the term favorite loosely yeah right hard (laughs) to kind of like Miles is the only decent person in the asylum at this point (laughs) truly (laughs) Um, although something I did like you do meet you do have a few random like uh, people that you kind of interact with throughout the game that aren't there to kill you,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. which
1: I will say kind of backtracking a little bit, but that does kind of help fill out the world. Cause if they were all just, if it, everyone was just trying to kill you, I feel like it would sort of make it feel unreal in a certain way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, I think about uh, the gate just to talk about, him, cause he's one of the first, I think it's the first like big hit in the game, um, for multiple reasons, um, would be the character of Chris Walker,
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Who is, if you don't know the game, is just an unnaturally massive ball dude covered in chains, covered in blood, who calls you little pig. (laughs) Uh, To which let's go and talk about that moment—the first moment of really interacting with Chris Walker when you're going through the little sliding part, and then he grabs you. Okay,
0: so that's actually that's one of my favorite things that I think they did really well in the game too—is like. Because before that, there's another um, corridor that's, like, very, like, narrow, and you have to walk through it. And it's, like, the game teaching you, like, oh, you can walk through spaces that are this big, right? Um, You can, like, sidle through them. And the first one's fine. And it's, like, it's just after you've gotten in the house, um, and you're walking through for the first time. You're still figuring out the mechanics. And then it's, like, go up to this thing. You can walk through the narrow corridor. Okay, cool, whatever. And you go through and it's fine. And then... More creepy stuff starts to happen, and you walk through the room. That I'm sure we'll talk about later, but like (laughs) that room where like bad stuff happens, like the bad place. Um, And then you come out and then there's another corridor and you're still kind of new and like nothing too bad has happened yet. So you're like, okay, it's fine, whatever. And you go through that corridor and then that's when he gets you. And then every time after that in the game, whenever you're walking through one of those narrow corridors, you think about him grabbing you. And there's like this like psychological trauma that's been instilled as a player. And I was just like, Oh, they got me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and, and it's a game mechanic moment too. Cause it teach, I don't know if it ever happened to you in your playthrough, but, um, him, especially they can grab you from that, from those little narrow passageways and pull you out. Oh, can they? Yeah. Yeah. I happened oh, to me a okay. couple times in my last playthrough where I was oh, just like, I'm okay. safe distance away. I'm good. And then I just got yanked. It's like that. Uh. Any of the little, like, um, <laughs> grates that you can crawl into that are on the ground and stuff like that really you could get pulled mm. out of that stuff so it's a game mechanic thing but also you're right it is i don't want to say the game was doing a slow build because we'll talk about the room later but you just get done walking through a room full of severed heads yeah but but, <laughs> but you're right it's like it's the first time anything bad happens, happens to, to, to miles mild. yes and so it's such a jolt of just like going through all this environmental stuff and all of a sudden it's like oh no i am also in danger here too yeah
0: yeah absolutely and then you get Fucking yeeted off the balcony,
2: <laughs> straight up. <you> know?
1: <laughs> and it's and and uh, there's other. I guess we'll go, we'll go ahead and call them villains throughout the game. That sort of are involved throughout the entire gameplay. But pretty much from beginning to end, Chris Walker is sort of like your stalker in the game
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the
1: entire time. It's just the game has these wonderful pauses where there's just nothing happening. You're just running around doing stuff, essentially getting from point A to point B. And then you'll either. My prime example would be in the water when you're just you're going through the dark and you just and you just hear this you 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 could probably see it but i just heard a drop and then like that low like that low like brass sound kind of comes through and i went Yep, oh, he's here. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. And I'm just walking around in the water in the fucking dark. Yeah. You're talking about that big
0: room that opens up in the sewers where you like, it's darkness everywhere. And even mm-hmm. in night night vision, you can't see shit. And Miles is splish splashing all around, making all of the noise in the world. And then you hear fucking two chains in the distance. Like
1: two chains. <laughs> uh... Yes. You are stalked by the rapper two chains. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly coming after you throughout the entire game.
0: <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, Chris Walker is always preceded by the sound of of chains because of the chains that he wears. So, <laughs> which is the
1: sound in this game oh, is so, the, the chains on Chris Walker like the little snippy sounds from uh, Doctor Traeger's uh, giant paraphrygus. Oh yes, we'll cover later on. I'm sure. But you touched on it a little bit. I want I want to mention this real quick too. Um, when we talk about the game where it's dark, we mean pitch black utter darkness if you don't have night vision on you can't i turned my brightness as far up as i could you still can't see anything the game doesn't the game knows the game was like nah, fuck you you don't get to see shit period if your camera's off you're done and so it's just like it's not even like you can navigate a little bit so i don't know how people are getting that achievement i don't know how they're getting the achievement Mm. of going through the whole game without the camera it is baffling to me Mm
2: -hmm. yeah because i would
1: get turned around with night vision
0: oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, and 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 did multiple times. Have no fucking clue where I was going.
1: If I've played this game a dozen times. I still get lost in moments. Mm-hmm. The, the the first like big puzzle area, where you just have to flip the switches at the big, when you go down into the basement to turn on the security areas uh, or yes. to, 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 to get the lights back on. Got completely turned around. There was kind of like, All right, where the fuck do I go? Mm-hmm. It uses that like maze mechanic. Mm-hmm. really well. They're not like I mean they're not like it, it, big yeah. intricate mazes, but it does have like that kind of quality to it when you're going through areas and stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, when it's a big like it's a big house, you know, essentially like a Victorian kind of house with like lots of corridors and rooms and things and it's unfamiliar and it's dark and yeah, I mean that essentially is a maze even though it's not set up like one really at all. Yeah. Um
2: and, and it and does it,
1: that very mean main, main maze thing too where you think like, "Oh, I know where I'm going." And then you just walk into a room that's a dead end. Only yes. now on, like a normal hay maze there's a psychopath chasing after you yeah. wants you dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Um sorry I cut you off a little bit.
0: No, you're good. Um I completely agree. I don't know how anybody could get through that game without the night vision like also like there's a whole, there's that whole moment where you lose the camcorder and like like if you weren't using it up until then, it's not a big deal, I guess. But like for those of us that are sane and use the camcorder, I guess. Um that was for like us decent folks. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably the most nerve wracking part of the whole game. And like, I don't think anything comes after you while you're going for the camcorder. Um, but boy howdy, did it not feel like you were gonna get got. <laughs>
1: I did, uh, since we're talking about, it, I did a little bit of exploring uh, during that moment because there's something I liked in it. The first time I played the game was that the first time I went through, I was just trying to make a beeline to find the camera. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I need my camera back yeah. because I was terrified that things were going to jump out and uh, jump out at me and try to kill me and shit like that. Um, but the first time playing through, when I went back, because you have to essentially run the same path again with the camera. Right. And I was going back through When you go back through the second time, essentially, there's like that one dude who's just like crawling along the window and like guys in the corner just sitting there and just like, there's a whole bunch of creepy shit that you can notice when you're running back through. Uh. But going through it again, this time before I found the camera again, that's all pre-set up. It's all already there. It's like they added it in later to make it scarier when you're running back. I just love that level of detail. It's Mm. so good.
0: Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We kind of got sidetracked, but we were talking about um, some characters. We mentioned the doctor who's just, Lord.
1: <laughs> Dr. Traeger might be genuinely, and I mean this so genuinely, pro- might be one of my absolute favorite game villains. Mm. He's so incredibly terrifying in his look. First off, first of his, his design is absolutely horrifying. It's one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. And just the way they do the character is so well done. Di- props to all the voice actors in this game. 100%. Yes, they did absolutely. such a good job. But particularly for the gentleman who played Dr. Traeger, I give big ups to him because that's such a good performance. Because like his his design is very creepy, but the way it's kind of play- there is definitely some, you know, some changes to the voice to make it a little bit more creepy. But he just plays it so real that you're just like all the little moments of just like, well, come on, buddy, go ahead. That you're just <laughs> like, I
0: just mm, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally know what you're talking about, especially when he's like um, he shows you the exit as he like so mean it's like, so
1: mean it's talking about moments where you're just like you feel for miles you're like no why would you do this to this poor man
0: yeah no okay. oh but then but then later when you have to go outside like fuck that whole part in particular outside
1: can oh mm, i didn't like it <laughs> outside is mean the ga- the game is very good at taking you into sort of boxed off corridors and tight corners and making that scary but then it's still when it's open when you're outside or in the water like we talked about before it's still horrifying yeah like somehow it does both really really well yeah which normally a game does uh, particularly a horror game does one does one really really well that sticks to that but the fact that they were able to do both huge props to the design on this team it's mm-hmm. so good it's such so, it's so creepy mm-hmm but the other thing, too, was that in talking with, with Dr. Traeger talking about how you feel for Miles, we got to talk about uh,
2: that moment.
0: Uh, it's so... The thing about it was, like, it lasted so much longer than I thought than it was going it too, to last. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you see him coming over with the scissors and your hands are restrained and you, like, see it coming. And it's all in first person. So you're, like, you're, like, getting antsy, too. And then... He gets the one finger chopped off, and you're like, "Okay, like, fine, you got. A we're fing- done, right? We're done, right? We're yeah. good. <laughs> you got, you got a fingy. like we're good, right? And then he goes he for the fingy. and then he goes for the other one. It's like, ah.
1: yeah, it's it, it's a moment. Uh, me and just, uh, me and my roommate just watched this movie, um, uh, um, audition. It's a Japanese horror movie, and there's a torture scene at the end that has that feeling where you're just like, okay, <laughs> we can move on now, please stop it i hate this outlast this moment definitely has that same feeling we're just kind of like are we done yet because mm-hmm. i would like this to stop please <laughs> yeah
0: no kidding and then there's the whole like um like aftermath too because miles doesn't just like get up and go like okay i'm losing a guy have lost a couple fingers like moving on he like gets up and he like t- pukes and like has a, like a reaction to it you're just like jesus christ
1: to what's that is a moment in which that every time I play, I'm uh, that moment where he barfs into the sink. I'm always just like, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, <laughs> that's probably a pretty realistic reaction to what would happen right then. Yeah. Oh
0: gosh, why, why didn't Miles just turn tail and run at the beginning when everything looked so bad?
1: That was my. Th- that's always my <laughs> thought when you first walk up and you walk straight forward to to, to the actual building, and you try the first door. And it's locked. I'd have been like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: seeing all I need to see. Uh, I'm done. This
1: <laughs> yeah. is, that's not all. That, this is a that I'm not going any further. I'm turning around and I'm leaving. <laughs> mm-hmm. No,
0: but even like, okay, even getting past that point, you're like, okay, the front door is locked. Like what's going on here? You know, okay, let me find out. And then you have to jump up into the building through the scaffolding on the outside and you get in that first room and it's, it's everything, all the furniture is tossed around. There's blood on the walls. Like, why, why didn't you leave right then and there?
1: I could see the argument for the game, for, for the character mechanic of going, well, this is a freelance investigative journalist. Um, he's covered some <sighs> wicked shit before, so he's probably looking at this and going like, oh, this is bigger than I thought. Mm. This is a whole ass story. Damn. Okay.
0: Mm. More than he bargained for, certainly. <laughs> Way more than he bargained for.
1: Brendan, how do you like the twins?
0: Um, I I didn't I didn't care for that. No thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um uh the twins were particularly cause they have that same sort of quality that like Traeger has, where they're not just like raving mad, they're like kinda coherent, but also they're like big naked guys that want to kill you.
1: I don't yeah. know if coherent is the right word. They're they're a bit they're they're aware of their sur- okay, co- then coherent is right because they're more aware yeah, yeah. of what's going on than everybody else. But they're definitely not sane. Well
0: no, and I wouldn't say that either. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sane, no. Coherent, yes, though. Oh. And like that's that's like it's the same quality of Traeger, I would say. No, you're like, right, you're right. Totally not right in the head, but like coherent. So Which is
1: oh shit. Sorry, I wanted to go back a second again on, on Traeger. Is that something I appreciate about that character is that He's not one of the, like, inmates of the asylum. Wasn't he? No. No, no, no. He was, oh. like, part of the... He He was, like, part of the Murkoff board. There's notes. If you if you dig around enough in the game, there's notes from Traeger. That's why he's Dr. Traeger. There's so... There's so many notes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and so I, much. Oh, I, I still should... haven't found everything. I still oh, haven't found yeah. everything
0: for the game. Um, Okay, I thought he... Was I don't
1: know. <laughs> no, so 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 after the finger chopping scene, the next room you go into, there's that yeah. guy mm-hmm. who's like hooked up, and all that shit. Oh oh like, oh oh! Operations. You know what?
0: You know what? I just recalled the the actual. I think it's maybe a note that Miles writes, or maybe a recording. But anyways, um, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. He was on like the executive board, and and yeah,
1: yeah. Which which I like is obviously there are inmates in the game that are chasing after you, but it doesn't just it doesn't just go hey, the crazily villains here other people kind of got affected, uh, affected by this madness too mm-hmm. which I really appreciate because what's scarier than corporate greed
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> to which by the way the plot for this game is that this massive corporation uh, uh, Murkoff, is doing these weird dream therapy experiments on the uh, um, on the patients of this one mm. asylum in Mount Massive
2: mm-hmm.
1: which glad we finally got to the plot of the goddamn game <laughs> It only took 20 minutes,
0: but we got there <laughs> pretty much.
1: Uh... <laughs> but back to the twins, I liked, I really like them in design. I think they're creepy. Pretty much like a terrifying Tweedledee and, 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 and uh, Tweedledum. I would imagine was kind of the inception uh, for those two characters because they have that, that back and forth that they kind of have. Mm-hmm. Which was just like, I want to eat his liver. It's all yours, brother. It's like, ah, yes. God, okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You only really deal with them a couple times though, from what I remember. In terms of like them actually coming after you.
0: There's yeah, I think you're I think you're absolutely right. Cause there's the first brush with them where they're just kind of scoping you out, and then there's when they're coming down the hallway in the dark, and that's when the game that's when the game teaches Oh yeah. Yeah. That's when the game teaches you, hey, jump out a window and you can like shimmy down the ledge. And that's how you get past them. And then one other time they're coming at you in the dark. And, and then you see them right before, um, the, um,
1: uh, Father Martin scene. The human barbecue? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, Father Martin is an interesting one too. A whole mess. Uh, it's, it's a whole, whole mess. A whole mess. <laughs> just like, he's, he's t- technically a sympathetic character, but he's also the reason you're really stuck there still.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's, there's a weird, there's a weird back and forth where there's like, all right, dude, I can tell you're trying to do the right thing here, but you're so misguided that it's going to get me fucking killed.
0: Yeah. Uh, for anybody who hasn't played Outlast, um, Father Martin is this character. He he was an inmate. Um, and he thinks that he's been, um, like been made like a, like a witness or like a, what's the word? Like a, like a leader of like this new kind of like ideology, prophet. Yeah, like a prophet. That's prophet. The word. Would believe yeah, 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 it. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. of this new entity that they're um like worshipping, kind of at the asylum, which is you find out later is the result of the experimentation that was going on. And I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who hasn't played it, but um, yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah there's like basically a
1: cult that he starts which is just like on top of everything else within this game there's like there's like corporate espionage there's a whole pseudo science nazi angle to the whole thing there's kind of a ghost (laughs) like (laughs) yeah it's it's a ghost created by science is basically the way they put it play the game it's not gonna make play the game play the game (laughs) And but then on top of that, this dude starts a fucking cult in the in the middle of all this shit. So it's just like, OK, <laughs>
0: I guess. <laughs> sure. And it's a cult about, like, killing
2: people.
1: Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. This game. This game is just batshit in all the right ways. <laughs> it just everything it goes all all the all the really insane ideas it goes for it goes for like 110 percent, which i really really appreciate including having a nazi scientist hiding in the basement
0: i okay so so talk about that a little bit
1: sure let's dive into that a little bit i guess um well this 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 whole thing it still doesn't fully make sense to me but it made a little bit more sense um, when I get a little bit more knowledge um, through an- to, to shout out another podcast that doesn't need the shout out uh, last podcast on the left, um, they dive into a lot of like occult stuff, a lot of governments, a lot of like uh, secret uh, um, government stuff. And I learned more about and through them, I learned more about this thing that is real called Project Paperclip, which they mentioned in one of the notes and oh, last, okay. which was the program that the US government did to recruit former Nazi scientists and use them. Here okay. for our own game. Okay, so like, that was a real thing. It was a... Project Paperclip is a real thing that happened. So, oh. yeah. So, arguably, this could have been a thing. Like... <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, with the extreme... Obviously, <laughs> excluding the extreme part of it, but, like, the whole thing with, like, the Nazi scientists and using their science that they were looking... Their pseudoscience that they were looking into something, because the Nazis did do that. Mm-hmm. They did look into a bunch of weird shit at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, Hitler tried to recruit aliens once. <laughs> <laughs>
0: was just like fuck it
1: let's see what will happen if we reach out to the galaxy <laughs> just
0: throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks.
1: <laughs> pretty much
0: oh <laughs> uh, brother <laughs> okay but that's interesting um so then that being said like without getting too spoilery what did you mm. think about like the that like kind of twist then i guess
1: it's a well it's it's fine to bring up because it is one of my favorite moments in the game <laughs> is the part where you have the as i called it the human barbecue with Father Martin. <laughs> yeah. And he says, your exit is this way. And then you get let out by uh, the naked twins, essentially. as they, they kind of open the doors for you. And you're like, okay, I'm done. You have one more run-in with Chris Walker as he chases you through the halls. And then you get into the elevator. And it drops you a level. And you see the exit door again. But then the doors don't open. And you go down again. And then the whole environment completely <laughs> changes on you. It looks like when you first step out, you look like you're in Hoth.
0: that's true yeah
1: you're just surrounded by these like icy walls and you're just like where the fuck am i now like what is this
0: (laughs) okay so then i have like a genuine question for you did you think that like that was like the on your first playthrough did you think that that was like the end like i'm gonna go down the elevator i'm gonna hit the exit and i'm done
1: I didn't think it was going to be the end. And if it was going to be, I would have been bummed because as much as I wanted Miles to get out, I mean, there was, it created that hopefulness of like, I kind of want it to be a shitty ending where he just leaves. (laughs) Because then he's safe. (laughs) You know, like when you watch a really good horror movie, you always want the moment of like, and then the police showed up and everything was fine. (laughs) It's kind of my hope. It was just like, if if the thing just opened and Miles just got back in his Jeep and left, I'd have been like, oh, thank God. I mean that's a bullshit ending but thank god.
0: Right. No, I was I was curious though if you thought like that was going to be the end because I 100% did not think for like by any stretch of the imagination that it would get, was going to be the end. There was too much like unsolved at that point still.
1: Didn't think it was going to be the end. Didn't expect the ending that. Didn't happened, did, did not expect anything that happened after that point. No. But <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Cuz first time I'm playing through I didn't really collect a lot of the notes or least I didn't read them the first time, so mm. Other than the hint where you have the conversation in that theater where the projector is going, mm-hmm. and you have—I don't remember—I didn't write it down. That's a mistake. The 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 Nazi scientist guy's name, Vernicky. Uh, Vernicky, thank you. Yeah. Um, having him talk about like dream therapy and blah mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. Yeah. There's no such thing as a supernatural and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a little bit of a hint that there was going to be more. Right. Uh, but then like dropping down to a whole other level, and they're just being like a secret lab yeah. underneath the asylum. Yeah. Nope. Did not see that coming
0: at all yeah no me either definitely
1: (laughs) how much of the notes did you collect like did you kind of go seeking them out or did you just kind of pick them up as you were
0: so my exploration stemmed from a need to never run out of fucking batteries (laughs) So, (laughs) so my goal was to get batteries but i ended up picking up a lot of the actual documents that you can pick up so i was reading a lot of that stuff I didn't get as many of the recordings, I think, just due to, like, bad, like, not having the camera up to um, record those moments. There were definitely, like, towards the, like, I'd say about halfway through the game and onward, I was kind of getting the rhythm of, like, oh, this is probably, like, a recordable moment to get a note, so I was starting to get them more towards the back end. Um, But I I think I got a fair amount of them. I don't really know. I don't know
1: how many there are. (laughs) I don't know the exact number either. I pretty much had my camera out the whole time as much as I could because I didn't want to miss anything like that. Mm. So I think I think I've got the achievement. I think I got the achievement before from getting all like the recorded notes from what Miles sees on camera. I think. So I think I've got all of those. But that's oh, what was I? Damn it. I had the thought. It's gone. What were we talking about? Shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Garrett, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry, dude.
0: You know that this is staying in now. <laughs> Damn it, son of a bitch! No,
1: uh, take me back. What the hell are we talking?
0: about? <laughs> we were about? talking we were about mentioning... the recordings and having the camera out and the documents and batteries and uh, ghosts and oh,
1: got it, got it. Um, no, yeah, I just just another part of the mechanic that I want to mention because you because you talked about your your main goal was just finding batteries. Yes, essentially <laughs> was that. It, it, it made me realize that this does something sort of in the opposite vein of something like what we talked about with Mass Effect in that exploration of Mass Effect tends to always have a either neutral or a net plus sort of benefit to it. Mm-hmm. Where in this, even if it's, on, even if you get nothing out of it, that's a negative thing because then you wasted time and battery life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is just like another mechanic in which it makes me scared to do things in the game because then it's like, okay, I see that door's open. There could be a fucking battery in there. Mm-hmm. But there could also not be a battery in there.
0: Could also be nothing. Yeah. And, I, you,
1: and battery life is so precious in this game. Yeah. Even on easy mode. It's so mm, precious. Yeah,
0: and and I played on normal too, because I didn't want to have a bad experience. I wanted to get through the game in, like, you know, a reasonable amount of time. So I was like, okay, we're gonna go with normal. You know, it's fine. Um fine. And there was there was there wasn't a lot of moments where I wasn't rewarded for exploring. There were pretty much batteries everywhere that i explored like every every time i made a point of exploring i either got like a document or a battery yeah. and sometimes i got multiple
1: batteries yeah on normal mode they're, they're pretty free with the batteries i i ran around with pretty much like seven or eight the whole time i think on this run
0: okay i wasn't doing that good but
1: uh. <laughs> well going through i was able to remember like oh yeah there's a battery over there i'll go grab that real quick so
0: mm, yeah i didn't i didn't have that obviously but um oh I picked up batteries while I didn't have the camcorder, because I was like, these will be great when I have the camcorder again. It doesn't count them though. So... It doesn't. It doesn't. Mm. It doesn't. It's very
1: it's very mean mm. in that sense. Yeah. It's very mean.
0: Hey, um, so I didn't get the chance to play the Whistleblower uh, DLC, mm-hmm.
1: but you have, yes? I have. I've played the Whistleblower DLC a few times and <laughs> it is it is a very cool dlc i'll say the actual like um i remember thinking that the gameplay part wasn't the best i would it's it's just it, it kind of takes the mechanics a little differently it's less the the main game the, the main game gameplay mechanic is essentially go do a thing and then hide for the most part obviously you could play differently yeah. but that's how i played it it was like flip a switch hide in a locker and wait <laughs> and hopefully they don't see you um The whistleblower dlc has a little bit it's it's more running from point a to point b and avoiding danger as much as you can Mm. but the cool thing for that one is that so for the main story you start you literally start from the top down you start in the asylum and then you go down to the basement for whistleblower you start in the basement Mm. so do you know anything about whistleblower i know
0: that you're playing one of the inmates and that it or not inmates but one of the patients or something no? Okay, you're playing you're playing somebody in like in Barkov, like
1: So somebody you know, that's part of it. So right? you know that letter I read at the beginning for the podcast? Yeah. You're that guy. You're that guy? You are the whistleblower. What Yeah.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So okay, so then you're yeah, so you like kinda worked there and like kinda knew what was going on, but I know it happens preceding the events of what happens to Miles in the
1: it starts Northrop, preceding right? the it, it starts it, it starts with you literally sending the email to Miles. Mm-hmm. That's the start of the game as you're typing it out and you choose to send the email. And and then you get caught and then you uh, and then you get volunteered to be one of the inmates.
0: Ah, okay. Okay.
1: Cuz something you also find on the notes throughout the game is that some people kind of get forced into being a part of the experiment, yes, which is I super interesting. Yeah. Yeah, which is super interesting to me. I love that. I love that part of the story. <laughs> Um, So you get volunteered to be a part of it. And, but then as that happens is when the, we got to get a little spoilery is when essentially the whole wall rider thing happens with Billy hope Mm. and that kicks off. And so that is sort of your means of escape is that you use that um, setting off point to go into it. So it starts there, but then I'd say midway through, I would say midway through the DLC, there's a point in the game in which a lot of time passes. And then you end up in a place where you're sort of running around whilst miles is also already in the asylum okay doing
0: okay interesting very cool yeah
1: because the game ends after the big but still try not to be spoiler. the big <laughs> moment at the end <laughs> the with, big moment yeah. well we know what happens with miles at the end of the game and what happens to him <laughs> mm. but it's, it's it's got some genuinely good scares um i would like to give a shout out to a character that the the sort of the main villain of the game well one of the main villains of the 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 the, all to me the coolest villain in the game is a character named eddie gluskin who is a gentleman who just wants to find a bride and unfortunately got stuck in the mail ward oh no so he has to improvise hmm (laughs) <laughs> brendan whatever you think it is it's worse oh. i'm not even kidding it's worse it's out it's outlast of course it is, it is so oh God. dark and fucked up <sighs> like b- b- before we were to i i don't know if we mentioned this on but at least before we started recording brendan mentioned that he appreciated how not super gory the game really really was very uh-huh. dark obviously but not super gory it was mm-hmm. yeah whistleblower kind of throws that out <laughs> and gets really gory I love that. <laughs> I don't you, don't you just love that?
2: <laughs>
1: but no, uh, whistleblower is a very a worthwhile DLC for the game. If 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 you've played through Outlast and haven't tested out whistleblower, highly mm-hmm. recommend it. Adds and if you're interested in the story for the for the first Outlast game, it adds a lot more context to it. So it's 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 even just for that, it's very very cool.
0: Excellent. Yeah. I'm gonna play it eventually. I'm sure, just like after my heart has calmed down. Yes, from the first one,
1: <laughs> and is genuinely terrifying. Still, still, is still just as scary as, as as the main game. And short. I think I blew through it in like two hours. Oh, okay, real short. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a nice short thing. It does it doesn't try to do the same thing as the main game. It's just mm-hmm. here's some more context. Here's some more scares.
0: Outlast. I mean, Outlast. To be fair, wasn't that long either. Um, it's not. It's not that long at all. Uh, which thank God, because I don't think my tiny little heart could take any more. <laughs> Yeah,
1: well, it's not a long game, but also even when initial when it first dropped, I think the game itself was like thirty bucks. Nice. Yeah. So like it do it knew like this is a, I don't want to I don't mean this in a way that that knocks it, but the game it everything it does it does in the time that it in the time that it needs and it does it, pretty much like as perfect as you can get for something like this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey, everybody. All right. It's time for our bonus round for our Outlast episode. I thought it would be really fun if we played some Mad Libs with some of the notes from Miles in the game of Outlast. So I'll I'll go first. Basically, I'm going to ask Jordan for some, um, you know, different um, parts of speech uh, to fill in uh, some of these notes. And then I'll read the original to see what it should be. And then we'll read the creation that Jordan comes up with and we'll go back and forth. So, um. Here we go. Uh, Jordan, um, give me a foreign word or like a word in a different language.
1: Ooh, uh, let's go with. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> this shouldn't be that hard. This really shouldn't be that hard. Um... <laughs> okay. Sorry, you're going to have to bear with me. It's the only one that's coming into my brain. And it's a long German word.
2: Okay.
1: Hey, it kind of makes sense. Let's go for it. It's uh... Oh no, I'll give you slightly simpler. A, a handschu, Hanshu. Yeah. What does that mean for context? Um, the easy translation is glove, oh. but the direct German translation handschu. Okay. <laughs> hey, I was gonna give you that or Tuffelappen.
0: Aw, Toffaloppin would have been great, too. Oh, well. You can do Toffaloppin if you want. No, 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 no. It's Honshu now. (laughs) Honshu. It's Honshu. Give me a mythical creature.
1: Chimera. Ooh. Sorry, I'm just trying to, like, off the cusp. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Give me, um, like,
0: some natural, like, formation. Something natural found in nature.
1: Oh, something natural in nature?
0: Or, like, a place in nature
1: a place in nature like mountain Hmm. okay let's go with um river
0: and an adjective an adjective describes another thing
1: thank you some of us dropped out of college a long time ago <laughs> So, so 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 like a descriptor of so a descriptor of a noun then okay um or something like that um sparkly
0: perfect okay that was the final word so i'm going to read the original now um <clears throat> the word wall writer is all over this place murkoff was running an experiment here called project wall writer, but the patients talk about the wall writer like it's a physical presence a spirit or demon Something they found in the mountain. I'd chalk it up to schizophrenic delusion, but I just saw something. And our Mad Lib is-
1: I'm so ready.
0: <laughs> the word Honshu is all over this place. Murkoff was running an experiment here called Project Honshu, <laughs> but the patients talk about the Honshu like it's a physical presence. <laughs> a spirit or chimera. Something they found in the river- I would chalk it up to sparkly delusion, but I just saw something.
1: <laughs> I don't know why, but the I, finding in the river <laughs> really hit me.
0: I don't know. Project Honshu is very Project funny. Honshu is pretty fucking good.
1: <laughs> I'll stand by and say that Project Toffalup and also would have been It would have, good. have been very good. All right. Do you want me to go next, or do yeah, we do yeah, you'll of go. Yeah, we'll go back and forth. Okay. So then, for my first one, mm-hmm. I need a verb ending in ing. Um,
0: flying.
1: Okay. That's interesting. I need a celebrity.
0: Oh, um. <clears throat>
1: a name i can't you can't just be like you know that one guy from
0: <laughs> um okay i'm gonna go with emerald Legacy.
1: the chef yep <laughs> okay i'm just gonna put emerald because i feel like people will know sure <laughs> i need a location um
0: the bedroom Ooh. Does that work?
1: <laughs> well, it does because then leading into the next one, I need I need a bodily fluid. <laughs> oh, uh, um, uh, tears. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I need a body part now.
0: <laughs> oh, um, <clears throat> uh,
1: belly. Garrett, at some point, I'm going to need an isolation on just Brendan's thing, belly, because that's going to be my new text tone. No, not belly. All right. That's all I needed for that one. So the original text reads. I'm bringing it over here so I can get I'm that on the, mic. the big fucker is stalking me. I found a patient file for a Chris Walker, ex-military police, several tours in Afghanistan. A lot of the blood in this place is on his hands, but not all of it. Ours reads, The big fucker is flying me. <laughs> Found a patient file for an emerald. Ex-military police. <laughs> Several tours in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, no. A lot of the tears in this place are on his belly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But not all of it. Oh, no. <laughs> How did you make that creepier? <laughs>
0: Something about crying on Emerald's belly.
2: Oh, God. Ooh,
0: okay. <clears throat> well, um, you know, bodily fluids are fun. So I also need a bodily
1: fluid from here. What a transition that is! <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, sweat. <laughs>
0: okay. And I need, like, one of the five senses. Taste uh, a noun mm. Kitty and a plural noun
1: Kitties. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs>
0: okay, we can put it. Yeah, come on. All right, all Technically, right. Technically
1: I'm right. <laughs> um another noun. Uh, okay, okay, I will give you a different noun this time. <laughs> um <laughs> Maybe I won't. I'm just thinking cats. Oh no. <laughs> no 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 no. Hmm. No, okay. No. Noun is person, place, or thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um post office. <laughs>
0: Did I just fuck it all up? No! It's funny. Um, So, um, the original reads like this. So much blood in the water, I can smell it. Like putting a penny in your mouth when you were a kid. The whispers are making more sense. I'm looking for static. It's like an itch. And ours reads, so much sweat in the water, I can taste it. Like like putting a kitty in your mouth when you were a kid. <laughs> the kitties are making more sense. I'm looking for the post office. It's like an itch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> gotta get to the fucking post office. <laughs> Just
0: Jones and like I gotta get to the post
1: office. I've got all this mail. Oh. What do I do? <laughs> oh man. Ooh, I can't wait for this to go out. And everyone's like, why are they laughing so hard? <laughs> and then the next shot is both of us taking a drink and they go, ah, ah. <laughs> well, that was delightful.
0: Uh, if you're, I under, don't... if you're under 21 and listening to this podcast, we are both over 21 and drinking responsibly at home.
1: Absolutely. And you should Neither drink responsibly as well. Doing anything stupid after this. Hmm
0: uh so yeah don't drink and drive and don't 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 drink and be stupid have a nice glass of wine at the end of your day and uh you
1: know and just relax and just relax Go to a podcast it'll be fine when you're t- when you're of age when you're of age when of course because we definitely didn't start drinking before we were of age or anything like jordan
2: that.
0: <laughs> 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 our podcast stance can't be like kind of okay with underage
1: drinking You've ruined I'm it. I'm not saying we're okay with it, but I'm not going to lie to these people and be like, I never drank before I was <clears> 21. <throat> because no one would fucking believe that. And everyone know <laughs> would, call, would call us out. <laughs> How much sweat has to be in something for you to taste the sweat? Um, I I want to say probably not
0: as much as you think. But maybe a lot. I don't know. Maybe.
1: All right, let's move on to my next one, shall we? (laughs) So first, I need an adjective. Um...
0: Adjective. Um... Crumb-like.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) Plural body part. Um... (laughs)
0: <laughs> Not gonna say what I thought of. Um, Do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, ha- um, booty cheeks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need a verb. <clears throat> uh,
0: twirl. Or to twirl, or twirling, or whatever form you needed it. In. <laughs>
1: Okay. Slight adjustment on it, but yeah, it's still. Um another verb. <clears throat> um Prance <laughs> A college major.
0: I'm going to say um <clears throat> archaeology. <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm. I like it. A type of sports equipment. Uh
0: a uh, jock strap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: 12 (laughs) just just cackled out loud to the word jockstrap it just hit me what kind of a person i am a type of car oh
0: um jalopy
1: (laughs) i'm gonna guess that's how you spell jalopy (laughs) so then the original Sick fucker cut my fingers off. Has tortured and mangled dozens of patients. I watch him murder another one. Nothing I could do about it. Tucks like a white-collar business school douchebag. Probably has a set of golf clubs in the trunk of his Audi. <laughs> oh,
0: <no. laughs>
1: Ours is, and I'll make some adjustments to make it like yeah, yeah. better. <laughs> this crumble like fucker <laughs> cut my booty cheeks off has tortured and twirled dozens of patients (laughs) i watch him prance another one (laughs) nothing i can do about it talks like a white collar archaeology school douchebag (laughs) probably has a set of jock straps in the trunk of his jalopy You know, those, those archaeology are... school professors with their trunk full of jockstraps. Look like at the fucking assholes they are <laughs> driving around in their jalopies. Ooh. Brendan, I mean this in the best way possible. What a wonderfully stupid idea this was.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad that we're enjoying it. Uh, Absolutely. I think we've got one more each. So yes, uh, let's go. I need a, a part
1: of a machine. a nut as in like a nut and bolts
0: okay i need a a type of math geometry i need a noun uh bicycle uh another noun
1: two bicycles i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) um i can't just be like the 10 freeway can i uh (laughs) uh,
0: the answer is yes and (laughs) (laughs) if
1: it was gonna fuck you up completely you could have told me
0: uh i mean it's a mad lib like look man i'm just uh a tool
1: Uh, Hacksaw. You named the actual thing. I did? (laughs) I was wondering if that was going to happen eventually. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Let's go with. (coughs) Oh, paintbrush. It's a tool.
0: And uh, just one more down.
1: Dandelion.
2: <laughs> Correct answer. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so... Did I win? Yeah, yeah, you won.
0: Absolutely. That's <laughs> right. <Sweet. laughs> All right, so... <clears throat> the original is... This is the morphogenic engine. A few lines of mathematics an algorithm reprogram us. Turn us into nightmare factories. A few numbers on a dry erase board. Give me a hacksaw and a few hours alone with Dr. Wernicke's corpse. I feel I owe him a debt. And our version is... This is the morphogenic nut. A few lines of geometry. An algorithm. Reprogram us. Turn us into bicycle factories. A few numbers on a dry erase 10 freeway. Give me a paintbrush and a few hours alone with Dr. Wernicke's corpse. I feel I owe him a
2: dandelion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we lost Beautiful. it in the middle with the 10 freeway. <laughs> we got back with the paintbrush and the, and, and the dandelion. Yeah,
0: we veered like. course a little bit there. but
1: <laughs> Well, thank you for the yes and, even though I derailed you a little bit. <laughs> All right. And my final one. So first, Brendan, I need an adjective. Um <clears throat>
0: uh wasted.
1: A plural noun. Um m- 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 moose. Uh. I need a verb. <clears throat> uh
0: let me think. We did prance and twirl. <laughs> um uh, how about um uh uh stomp?
1: All of your, you fucking dancer, you've done prance, twirl, and stomp. <laughs>
0: What can I say?
1: All right. I need an adjective. <clears throat> um, uh, See through. Ooh, that's a good one. And one more verb.
0: Uh, okay. Nothing to do with like movement. Then Do what you want. I didn't want to get in your head. <laughs> <laughs> um... <clears throat> uh, mm, Uh, Deposit
1: Okay Okay So the original note for this one was A dead body at the bottom of the elevator shaft Surrounded by food He barricaded himself in someplace safe Someplace nobody could reach him It didn't work (laughs) Ours is A wasted body At the bottom of the elevator shaft surrounded by moose
2: <laughs>
1: he I have to change it a little bit he stomped himself in some place see through some place nobody could deposit him it didn't work it didn't work <laughs> it did not work at uh, it all. didn't work <laughs>
0: that was oh oh so much fun <laughs> that was
1: such a good time thank you for that brendan that you're very was, welcome <laughs> oh my goodness what a silly 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 good time thank you so much for listening to our podcast on last, guys i hope you enjoyed it what did you think of the game did you think it was as scary as me and brendan thought it was or are you in fact dead inside feel free to let us know also have you any ideas for future discussions on our show Send us an email at 3VOPodcastteam at gmail.com and give us your ideas.
0: You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 3VOPodcast. And make sure you comment, like, and subscribe to our show. And we'll see you next time. Bye.